Welcome. I am your pastor, Pastor Omar Ellison with Salt and Light Covenant Church. Open up your hearts as we enter in to hear a word from the Lord. Luke chapter 12. When you get to Luke 12, skip down with me to the 28th verse. Amen. We're there. Amen. 28th verse says, if then God so clothed the grass, which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, catch it, how much more will he clothe you? Look at that last part. Oh, ye of little faith. He said, if he takes care of the grass, which in tomorrow we throw in an oven or other words it gets to a day where it withers away right then to say how much more will he do for you you who are his children you who he has engrafted in and gave access to his kingdom how much more will he do for you oh ye of little faith here we go 29 and seek not what you shall eat or what you shall drink neither be ye of a doubtful Mine. Don't you doubt him now? Don't you? Don't you? Don't be of a don't be of a doubtful mind. Doubting who he is. Doubting what he's paid for. Doubting that he will take care of you. But the enemy and hell will try to have you doubting him and doubting what he'll do and how he's worked it out for you before. Hell wants you looking at your circumstances. Hell wants you looking at your problems. Hell wants you looking at how they treated you and how they did you. That's what hell wants your focus on. And he's saying, look, don't you worry about all that. Don't be of a doubtful mind about who I am. Just trust me, even when you can't sense me. Trust me, even when it doesn't look like it. Trust me. In spite of what's going on in your circumstance, in spite of what's going on in your situation, learn to just trust me. Are y'all with me on this? Look what he said. Don't be of a doubt for mine. Watch this. For all these things, do the nations in the world seek after? He said, everybody's going after that. Everybody's seeking after that. And your father knoweth that you have need of these things. He said, I'm well aware of what you need and what, what's going on. So he said, look, I already know what you need. I know what you're facing. I already know about your bills. I already know about your mortgage or your rent. I already know about your car payment. And I know what you need to take care of it. And I'm well able to take care of it. But I can't take care of it if he's doubting. You can't doubt me now. You got to trust me. Even when it looked like it's not coming together. You got to trust me. Even when you didn't reach the deadline and went past the deadline a couple of days, you still got to trust me. You know, we, sometimes we get to the deadline, we start tightening up. Oh, don't let us go over the deadline. Oh, boy, Lord Jesus. We just making some phone calls. And he's saying, look, you got to trust me in spite of what you're going through, what you're faced, what it looks like. Watch this. He said, because the world is looking for He said, but I already know what you need. Watch this now. Watch this. But rather, look what he tells us. Seek ye the kingdom of God. When you've gone beyond your deadline, seek ye the kingdom of God. When everybody on your job got a promotion except you, seek ye 
the kingdom of God. Are y'all with me on this? See, like everybody around you getting a new car, you still ride around in your bucket. See, key. <laughs> the first, the kingdom of God. Keep your focus on the kingdom. Keep your mind on the kingdom. Respond how the kingdom would respond. Look what he said. But rather seek ye the kingdom of God. And now watch this. And if you make the decision, if you get fully persuaded on that, guess, look at what he said. And all these things will be added unto you. Oh, oh, what things? Now, some of us would think that all the things that are going to be added are what we want and what, what our desires are. But no, you see, the father operates in a, in a higher realm and a higher way. See, what he's going to add to you is what he wants for you. Now, how many of y'all know what he wants for you is better than anything you can think of? Because he's already told us that my ways are My thoughts about you are So what he has for you, what he wants for you is way higher than what your little peanut brain can come up with. And he said, if you seek my kingdom first, I'll add to you what I desire for you. And what I desire for you is way better than what you desire. You can't put together my desires for you like I can. My desires for you go beyond your bank account. <laughs> there ain't enough money in the world for you to be able to afford my desires for y'all. Now y'all better catch this right here. These, these are the, the, the kind of desires he wants for. And he's saying, but the only way you can be able to receive is you have to first seek my kingdom. My kingdom. My kingdom. Watch this. Watch this. Seek my kingdom. These things are going to be added to you. Look at the next verse. Fear not, little flock. Uh-oh. For it is your father's good pleasure to do what? To give, to gift unto you the kingdom. He says his pleasure to what? To gift you. To give unto you the king. He wants you to have the kingdom and everything that comes along with the kingdom. This is his Look at it now. Good pleasure to give it unto you. Catch this now. Sell that that you have. Give alms. That means to the poor. That means to charity. Give wherever the Lord tells you to give. Provide yourself bags which was not old. A treasure. Catch it. Look what your treasure is. That is in heaven. That what? Faileth not. Catch this. Where no thief approacheth neither moth corrupted. He said, look, you're, you're building up yourself a treasure, a treasure in heaven. And we found out what last Sunday that this treasure that is established in heaven is not for the sweet by and by. It's for right now. You can withdraw from that treasure right now. That treasure can be manifested right now in this physical place right now. Are y'all with me on this? Okay, so this is what he's saying. He's saying, look, seek ye first the kingdom of God. You better not fear because if you fear, you, you hinder, you open up the door for, for him not to be able to move in your life. He said that he already said it's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He wants to gift over the kingdom. And the way that he gift over the kingdom is through the access of what Jesus Christ has done. So our simple belief in what Jesus Christ has done has opened up the door for us to have access to 
everything that the kingdom of Jesus has. Are y'all with me on this? Watch this. And then he said right there, he said, sell that that you have. Another word, don't get so caught off on what on your material possessions. I don't care how big your house is. Don't you get hung up on your house. I don't care how nice your car is. Don't you get hung up on your car. I don't care how much they paying you on that job. Do not get hung up on that job. Because at any point in time, he can come and say, give it away. Because see, what you have to understand as a child of his, that everything you own, say everything. Everything you own or possess belongs to the king. It is property of the kingdom. My job is property of the kingdom. What are you talking about? The reason I'm on the job is because of the kingdom. Somebody's heart was touched. Somebody's mind was touched that they offered me the position. Y'all better come on here. You think you got in there because of your degree? You think you got in there because you did good on the interview? You know how many people bomb the interview and still get the position? You know how many people get positions that their, that their education don't show for? How many of us are scared to apply for positions because it asks for a master's degree and all you got is a BS? Some only have a GED and scared to apply for the position. And the reason why is because they don't understand who they're connected to. You are property of the kingdom. Hallelujah. The kingdom supersedes your education level. The kingdom supersedes your financial level. The kingdom supersedes where you are right now. The kingdom supersedes all of that. You have the resources of the kingdom. How high is the degree of your king? You know, all I got is a BS. I don't have a master's. They say you got to have a You need a PhD for that. So because it's saying what it's asking for, we are fearful to even apply for the position. We done talked ourselves out of it. And because he's so good, he'll stay right there with you. Because he won't force any good thing on you. Ah, but what happens when somebody knows what they're connected to? Your education level is the education level of the king. What's your king's education level? See how you see how the enemy that tricked us to keep looking at ourselves, keep 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 uh, 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 adjusting and applying what we have. It ain't about us. <laughs> we are new creatures. Didn't he tell us that we our DNA didn't changed? You are a new creature. Everything you have now is because of the kingdom, and everything that the kingdom is, so are you in this world. So stop dictating and going after things depending upon where you are right now. Leap. Jump. Oh, ye of little faith. Oh, God. Stop being of doubtful mind. Stop limiting yourself to what you are. It ain't about you. You have died and given yourself over to a king. Now you have the access that the king has. And what he's steady trying to do is to make this more of a reality. This should become our reality. Right? Are y'all with me on this? This is what he's trying to get us over to. Right? So then we touched last Sunday. We talked about the rich ruler. Y'all remember we talked about the rich ruler? And then he, he said, look, I've done all these things. And then the rich ruler, he said, well, there's one thing you lack. He said, sell, sell your stuff and 
give to the poor and pick up your cross and come, come walk with me. And we said, well, he was trying to put him on the dream team. Wasn't he trying, trying to get him on the dream team, but he refused to make the move, didn't he? The Bible said he walked away sad. And then that's when I touched on, I say, some people would think that God wants you to give it all away. Give all your money away. Right? Well, in my studies, I found a story that, that counteracts that. Right? Go with me real quick to Luke 19. He ain't asking for you to give it all away. He know you need to take care of your stuff. He know you got kids. He know you got bills. He, he know you need to take care of yourself. He's not asking for all of your money. Let me show it to you, though. Let me show it to you. Luke 19, you we there? Amen. All right, watch this. Watch this. I just want to show you. This is a little, little, little side, side track I'm going to take you on real quick. Then we're going we gonna to double back. Watch this. Luke 19, when you get this, skip with me to the second verse. We there? Watch this. And behold... There was a man, what was the man's name? Zacchaeus. Watch this. Which was the chief, catch it now, chief among the publicans. And, catch it now, and he was what? What you say? He was rich. You mean to tell me that Zacchaeus was rich? He had money. And he was a publican, he was a tax collector, Right? So now watch this. So he wants to see Jesus. But the Bible talks about how he was short and he's short in stature. He was short nature, right? So he climbs the tree. Jesus walks by, notice him, says, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house. He said, come on down. The Bible says Zacchaeus received him with joy. Don't you know you got to receive this stuff with joy? When God says something to you, you got to receive it with joy, even when it don't look like it. But the Bible says he received him with joy. Now watch this. Once he received him with joy and said, I'm coming to your house, others started murmuring. Others people got to talking. He's going to hang with this, this sinner. Skip with me to that eighth verse. Now watch this. Watch this. Jesus is in his house now. And Zacchaeus stood and said, catch this, unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods have I to the poor. Hold on now. The Bible said he was rich. He said, Lord, behold, I'm going to give the half of my goods to who? To the, to the poor. Guess this now. Watch this. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I'll restore to him fourfold. He said, I'm going to give them back four times. If I, if I, if I cheated anybody, I'm going to give it back to him. What? Four times. And why not? Watch this. And then Jesus said, nope, that ain't enough. Mm-mm. No. I need you to give it all. I need you to give all. When you're like, here, you're rich, man. Now, it's hard for a rich man to get. Now, I need you to give it all. Ain't that, ain't that what your Bible said Jesus said? Yeah. Look what your Bible said. Jesus said unto him, watch this. This day is salvation come to your house. What? You mean to tell me that was enough for him? That was a, he said, I'm going to give half. And I'm going to get back four times if I, if I stole it. And Jesus said, good. That's literally what he said. He didn't say, no, now you got the, no, that ain't enough, Zacchaeus. I need, I need all that right there, man, because you, you know who I am. I am the son of God. You got to give it all. That ain't what Jesus said, is it? He said, that's good. It's, it's on the position of your heart. And that's what he's looking at more than anything when it comes to your giving. It's on the position of your heart. 
What does your heart say? What is your heart leading you to do? What is your heart leading you to give? And then I give according to your heart. And I tell y'all this all the time. I don't think it has quite sunk in. You cannot outgive him. You can't do it. It's impossible. You give with, with, with your heart. You let him lead you in your, and he will give back four times. Hallelujah. Four times what you gave back. Amen. Are y'all with me on this? Then this is just to show you that he ain't asking. It's, it's not the fact. God don't care about you being rich. If it was, if it was up to him, he would want all y'all to be millionaires. Amen. Amen. It's not about the riches. He just doesn't want the riches to have you. And that's what it is a lot of time for those that are rich. Their riches have them. What do you mean, pastors, their riches have them? They are trusted in their riches. And it's depending on what their riches can get them out of. And now in today's society, it ain't even about having a good case. It's all about who your lawyer is and how much money you got. And you can get out of anything. They could do that. You done went on a killing spree. You got enough money. You got the right lawyer and the right connections. You can get off. Oh, y'all don't understand that? It's all about the money. But see, with the father... It's totally opposite. He is just and he is fair. And even when the world operates like that, when you are connected to the king, hallelujah, the kingdom rule supersedes the world's. Even when it looks like the world is winning. Ah, the truth shall prevail. Are y'all, see, they, the, the world's operating in darkness and ignorance. We are seated in light. We are seated in knowledge. Knowledge, our light always supersedes darkness. Are y'all with me on this? Y'all make this making sense? You got to know who you are connected to. Now, the way that we do this is by way of one of the principles of how the kingdom works. This is how the kingdom works. Let me show you. Go with me to Matthew. You got to use this principle because he told them, oh, ye of little faith. Little faith. Matthew 20. Let's look at how the kingdom operates. This kingdom that we're connected to. This kingdom that he has given us access to. Let's look at how this kingdom operates and, and, and deals and, and, and performs. It's all dependent on one thing. Now watch this. Watch this. Matthew 20. We there? All right. Watch this. Matthew 20. Start right there in the first verse. For the kingdom of heaven, uh-oh, is likened unto a man that is a householder. Now, that word householder could simply mean master, a CEO, uh, one that's over, right? Supervisor could be a, he said, it's like a man that is a householder, catch this now, that went out early in the morning to hire laborers in his vineyard. Now, this man has, has vineyards, has land, and he's gone out to hire some folks to be laborers, to work in his vineyard. He obviously must have some money, right? To go hire some people, right? Now watch this now. Watch this, watch this, watch this. And when he had agreed with the laborers, now catch this, for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. Now catch this word now. Now that means that when he agreed, now that word agreed means that there was a conversation that went on, there was, there was some talk, maybe some negotiation went back and forth. So they had what you would consider what we call today a verbal contract. Right? 
Y'all understand a verbal contract is when two people agree verbally. They say, you're going to do this? Yes, and I agree, yes, and then we have a verbal contract, right? So that means that they have a contract. The reason they're out there working because they got a contract, and their contract said, now catch it, catch it, a penny a day. And he sent them out where? Into the vineyard. Y'all with y'all following along with the story now, right? Now catch this. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing, catch it now, idle. What that mean, idle? Just just chilling, relaxing. Probably looking for work, but couldn't find none for that day. But they in the marketplace. Watch this. And he said unto them, go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, I'll give it unto you. And they went their way. Stop. He said, now look. He said, what y'all doing? Y'all, hey, look, I got a vineyard. Go into the vineyard, and whatever seems right, I'll give it to you. And the Bible said, they did what? They did what? And they, they went. Now hold, you got to catch the difference. Now do y'all see the difference in the first group and the second group? The first group agreed. We come to the place that they had a verbal contract. The second group went without any proof. Oh, y'all got to catch this. That they were going to get paid. He said, look, just go out there and whatever seems right, I'll give it to you. And the Bible said they went. We can also say it like this. They went by faith. They went by faith of the word of the householder. Oh, God, y'all got to put this together. They went off of his word. Watch this. Had no proof that he was going to pay them. Had no proof that he was going to be true to his word. They just went simply off of his word. So you got a group that is there contractually. And now you got a group that is there by faith. Are y'all with me? Come on, let's go a little deeper. And they went their way. Catch this. Again, he went about the sixth and ninth hour. Now, that's evening. This is about, this is about time for the, the work shift to start shutting down. Now, oh, this, is, this, is, this, ain't, this ain't that long. We ain't got long before the, for the, for the factory shut down. Watch this. And he did likewise, and about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle, and said unto them, What stand ye here all day idle? They said unto him, Because no man hath hired us. He said unto them, Go ye into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, that shall ye receive. Here we go, we got another group. Watch this. So, and obviously they went. So when even it was come, the Lord of the vineyard said unto his steward, call the laborers, give them their hire, beginning from the last unto the first. He said, begin with the last. Begin with that last group that came in here. Begin with the group that only worked about an hour. Maybe two hours. Begin with them, and then we'll get to the, the ones that's been out there all day. Right? And he's saying, look, now they went by faith. They went trusting in his word. And what I'm trying to show you is how the kingdom operates. This is how the kingdom operates. You got to be able to move and deal by faith. I don't need a contract. I don't need proof that he is who he say he is. Oh, y'all got to catch this. I don't need proof 
from the king that he is who he says he is. The, the constitution has already declared who he is. The, the word has already declared who he is. His, his word has already shown me who he is. His, his word has already told me who he is. Watch this. His word has already told me who I am. His word has already shown me how I'm to be. I don't need proof because, see, the world needs proof. The world needs a contract. The world says, I'm not going to believe unless I see it. Who that sound like? Sound like old Thomas, don't it? And the world is built off a bunch of Thomases because they need proof. And then here we are. Idle. And he said, oh, I got something for y'all. Go on out there in my vineyard and work. And whatever seems right, I'll give it to you. And we say, okay. And we going. We just living for him. We ain't got no proof. We ain't got no contract. All we have. That's all we got is his word. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. So when evening come, they left. Steward, they called in the labors, ninth verse, and when they came, they were hired about the eleventh hour. They received every man. Uh oh. They got a penny. Now, a penny in, in that time, I know today we think penny, that ain't no money, right? We probably thinking they broke, but in that time, that was a day's wage. <laughs> right? That was a day's wage. So that was, in today's, in the modern day time, what's, what's, what's the average day's wage? $100, $150 a day maybe? $200, $250? That's about average, $250. Okay, so, so they, they work for an hour, and when it's time for them to get their check, they got direct deposit, because y'all know we direct deposit now. We don't do paper checks. <laughs> they got direct deposit to their account, $200. Right? Guess this. But when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more, and they likewise received every man a penny. The first who had been there from the morning to this time. Once they seen that they received $200, they said, oh, man, I know he finna hook us up. I know he finna, because, you know, we've been out here longer. And then the Bible, the Bible say once they got, when they looked at their account, their account showed $200 too. Watch this. And when they had received it, uh-oh, they murmured against the good man of the house, saying, these last have walked but one hour, and thou hast made them equal unto us, which have borne the burden and the heat of the day. We've been working for you longer. And they get the same thing, and they've been out here only an hour. How dare you? It's literally what they're saying. And it's the same day today. Some of us have been, been saved forever. And then you get this one zealous, on fire, little young whippersnapper. And you've been saved for 30 years, and God ain't never blessed you with a brand new car. And then they've been saved for six weeks and get two brand new cars. And you're like, hold on. Hold on. Hold, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, God. We, what, what's going on here? How, how, 
how is it that they get two brand new cars and I ain't never had a brand new car? I ain't never made that kind of money. I ain't never lived in that kind of house. How, how is it, Lord? And you will begin to murmur against the good householder. You begin to talk. You begin to murmur. And if you're not careful, your heart will begin to get hardened. And if your heart begins to get hardened, now you will begin to hinder what he wants to do. Not only, now catch this. Now see, this is the biggest trick of the enemy. See, we sometimes make it so personal. Not only, yes, Lord, do we hinder what he want to do in our life, but we also hinder what he want to do in other people's lives through us. See, you think it's just because of you. The devil ain't caring about you. He don't want what you have in you for the world. Because what's in you is for the world. It ain't even about you. That's why you don't worry about yourself. He said, if I take care of the little, how much more of ye of little faith will I do for you? It's not even about you. But what hell is so cunning is that they'll get y'all bent out of shape. And the whole time you've been out of shape for one situation and held and trapped up all situations. Now God can't even bless the people he want to bless through you because you bet not to say for this one situation over here. Y'all, y'all, see how this, y'all see how this thing works? And you think it's them. And hell laughing at you and saying, no, it's for the world, but I'll keep you focused here as long as you let me keep you focused right here. They murmured. How are they getting the same that we're getting? We've been out here all day in this heat. They've been out here for a How? Are you doing that? And they took it personal. And that's what hell will try to do with you. To get you to take it personal. Because if he can get you to take it personal long enough, guess what happens? You become bitter. And that bitter root will sit with you and it will start to drive down into you. And before you know it, now you bent all out of shape for one moment. And not only can he not bless you, but he can't bless nobody through your bitter self. God, are y'all seeing this? Y'all seeing this? You can't look at and compare what's happening for others. You got to be excited for them just like it happened for you. They get the promotion, you is just as happy like you got the promotion. They got the car, you is just as happy like you got the car. Oh, God, y'all got to come on here. We are all in this thing together. We are a family, a community, a citizens of a kingdom. If one gets it, we, it's just like we got it. You got the promotion, we all got a promotion. You got the new house, we all got us a new house. And we just as happy, just like we going to be living up in there. Just like we going to be operating. That's how it's supposed to be. And this will keep the airways clear. So when God want to do some things through you, it's nothing hindering what he want to do through you now. But if all of us is getting caught off off of a moment, somebody did this and, and somebody said this and somebody acted like this toward me. And then all these different moments we caught off of, not only can you not get your stuff, but the world can't get what he want to do through you now. And it's all a trick of the enemy 
It's a deception that the enemy does to get you hemmed up to stop the move of God. Not for you, for the world. Are y'all, are y'all catching this? Catch this. Catch this. Now watch this. Watch what he says to him. But he answered, uh-oh, one of them, and he said, friend, oh, I love that. I love that. They talking trash. He still said what? Friend. Come on, friend. Don't, don't do me like that, friend. Friend. Friend, I do thee no wrong. He said, I haven't done anything wrong to you. Watch this. Did it not thou catch it? Agree with me? Didn't we have a contract? Didn't we talk? We negotiated? We agreed to this penny? Watch this. With me for a penny? Take that thine is and go your way. I'll give unto this last even as unto thee. Is it not lawful for me to do what I will with mine own? Catch it. It belongs to me. If I want to give everybody a penny, I can. If they've been out there for 30 minutes, if I want to give them a penny, I give them a penny. Because I am. It belongs to me. I can do with it what I want to do with it. It's mine. It's mine. I can bless it how I want to bless. Guess what? Y'all his. And how he want to move in your life, let him move in your life. And if he moving your life different than he's moving in my life, I need to be happy what he's doing in your life. No matter if I never, ever in my life experienced it. If he give you the business and I ain't never had a business, I need to be happy just like he gave me the business. Instead of saying, God bless you. But then in private, in my heart, I'm saying, you ain't never did that for me, Lord. You know, I wanted a business in mine and come through mine. You see the trick of the enemy? You see how he'll get you? No more. However he move in your life, Sister Donnell, Godspeed. Hmm. Whatever he do for you, all Britons, oh, God bless you. Sister Tanya, whatever doors he open, however wide they are, whatever miracles he drop in your life, oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. He give you the money, <laughs> hallelujah. Bless the Lord. That's how we should be. Not, oh, he never. Watch this. And I thank God I'm talking to some churches, to my church, and they like that. And this, hallelujah, yes, Lord. Let me show you how how I know. Y'all remember the very first sister that came in here and said, the Lord canceled my debt. Y'all remember the first sister that came in here? Right? Yes. And, then, and then when she did it, we clapped. And then I said, look here, y'all. Don't, don't be like, well, what happened to my... No, we're going to be happy for this sister. Because yes. right. he canceled. And if y'all got that, we're going we gonna to thank him just like he canceled ours too right now. This is... Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then because y'all received it like that and there was no... No, no. He ain't do me like that. Then guess what? Guess what though? Y'all notice how another one... Oh, y'all got to catch it now. Another one came and said, guess what, y'all? My debt been canceled. And we, and then another one. Do y'all understand? Just in our group right here, we done had about four people 
Who's that's been canceled? Off of that first. Are y'all seeing how this works? But now watch this. Heaven couldn't have did that if that first testimony would have went. And we'd have been like, murmuring. Well, hold on. They don't even hardly come to church. How he? I'm, I'm, these are, this is how hell will get you. They don't even. Every time I come, every so often they step. He didn't. What? Huh? Uh-uh. That's him. That's our daddy. Then boom, we got another one. Then boom, we got another one. Then boom, we got another one. And that's when I was like, oh, I think they getting it. I think that, uh, you remember we talked about that moving, the, moving down the line? I think some of y'all got that one, huh? Yeah. Uh, you don't be, don't be mad at when somebody get blessed you in the line. You, you on the conveyor belt. They're just, you're moving next. I mean, I'm closer to mine now. You got yours? Oh, hallelujah. Move on. Go on that way. Let me get, let the, let the belt move on down. <clears throat> we don't look at it like, we, we are grateful. We rejoice with them that we choice just like he did it for me are y'all catching this but if you murmur if you look at it then you hinder what he can do and you are there's no faith operating there because faith worketh by love you want to see faith operating in people's lives look at the love because if there is no love, no faith. Y'all, y'all, y'all catching this? Y'all, y'all with me on this? He said, look. He said, go, go on your way. I'm going to give unto the last, even as unto thee. Is it not lawful for me to do what I want to do with my own stuff? Catch what he says to him. Is thine I evil because I'm good? Oh, come on now. See it? See, the way you're looking at it. Is, is, is your eye evil because the king is good? That's why we don't get caught off of how he move and deal. And, he's good. Our father is good. The king, King Jesus, he's a good king. He said, I'm a good shepherd. And I'll lead the, I'll let the sheep out and let them in. I'll lead them to pastures, that green pastures, and cause them to lie down. This is, this is who we are connected to. This is who we are under the authority of. And we cannot be caught off when we see that he is good to one. And say, he never did that for me. Keep living. Keep walking with him. Oh, you have no idea what's on your blueprint. So you done got all caught off of their blueprint and you have no idea what he's trying to get you to. <laughs> are y'all with me on this? He said, don't you have an even eye because I'm a good father. And this is what I wanted to show you is that this kingdom operates by way of faith. It is faith-based. Faith is the substance of things hoped for without the evidence of seeing those things. There is no evidence. There is no proof that it's going to happen for you. But you are believing and you believe without a shadow of a doubt that that thing is going to come together. That money is going to break. That situation is going to turn. And you believe it. And all of your outside circumstances is saying, no, we ain't turning. No, we ain't changing. No, your child is not going to be delivered. And you looking at it and you're laughing because you are by faith 
Hmm. Know that it has to change. Know that they are delivered. Know that it will break. Why? Because I'm connected. I'm connected to the kingdom. A kingdom that shall never end. A kingdom that will never fail. A kingdom that will never be destroyed. This is what I'm connected to. And it operates by faith. Now, let me show you a quick example of this and then we'll be done. (laughs) Watch this. Go with me to John. Go with me to John. John, the sixth chapter. Watch this real quick. Let me show you this. Let me give you an example of this. It's done by faith. Faith is going to put you in some situations that you can't afford. Faith is going to put you in some situations that you yourself don't have an answer for. You're going to have to be dependent on the king. You're going to have to be patient on the king. You're going to have to trust him for this thing to come together. Because when I look at it for what I got and my limited resources, there's no way in the world I can do that. He said, well, you got to remember, son, it's not your resources. It's my resources. So get your minds off yours and keep them on mine. Set your affection on things. Lock your affection, your mind on things. And stop looking at your resources because your resources are limited. There's a ceiling on your resources. But guess what? That treasure that I'm building up in heaven, guess what? Ain't, ain't, no, ain't no cap, ain't no ceiling, ain't no end. It is everlasting. It is eternal. And they don't get tired of seeing you. You know, down here, they might get tired of seeing you back again. Oh, but they smiling when you walk in up there. Oh, what's going on, sister? Because we're all sisters and brothers. What's going on, sister? What's going on, bro? What you need today? What, 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 you, what you need today? Watch this. Now, we're talking in the line of finances, right? But this goes for anything. There's a warehouse for finances. But guess what now? There's a warehouse for body parts, too. That's right. Oh, Oh, God, y'all better catch this. Oh, there's a warehouse of body parts. You need a new kidney? What you need? You need some new knees? What you need? You need, you need a new liver? What, what you need? You got heart issues? They got a heart issue. What you need? What you, you need a new heart? Did you, what you need? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember the, the man in the book. He, he, was, he, was, he went to heaven and he, he seen the warehouse and he said, he, he's talking to the angel. He said, what's that? He said, come on, let me show you. And he said, when he opened up this big door, he looked up and he said, it was a bunch of organs. And he said, how y'all got so many organs? And he said, the angel looked at him and said, they don't ask for it down there. So we got them stored up here. But whenever they ask for them, we can... <laughs> <laughs> Lord, heal this heart. No, Lord, give me a new one. I need got these bad kidneys. Give me new kidneys. Give me new liver. Give me new organs. I need new cells. I'm, whatever it is, you you tell them what you to make your demand. I 
how can I do that? Because you are a part of the kingdom and these are resources that the kingdom has made available to you as its citizens. So as a citizen, you have a right and a privilege to have access to everything the kingdom has. So I'm praying for that old liver to command a new one in there. Stop praying to heal the heart, to command a new heart. In Jesus' name. How can I do that? Because you are connected to the kingdom. Is this, this, all right, all right, this is where we at now. Don't worry about it. If you ain't there yet, don't worry about it. We're going to keep, we're going we gonna to get you there. Oh, we're going to get you there. Don't worry about it. I don't know about that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're going to keep walking this thing out till you do know about it. To you, to you do nobody he gonna back up his stuff now oh don't don't think he up here just talking and he ain't gonna back it up oh he's gonna back up what he what he has if I tell you this is this way it's gonna be backed up oh god are y'all with me hallelujah all right where did I send y'all what did I tell y'all to go John. John okay hallelujah so the operation of the kingdom is by faith the operation of the kingdom is by faith. When you operate by faith, there is no proof. There is no contract. You just got to go. There's no manifestation yet. You just got to go. Watch this. We were familiar with this story. It's the story of when he fed the 6,000. Look at the sixth verse. And he said, talking about Jesus, and this he said, guess this, to prove him, to test his disciple. This is what Jesus said. Now look at that next verse. For he, he himself knew what he would do. Now isn't that interesting? Jesus posed a question to him, but he already knew what he was going to do within himself. But yet he, he, he posed the question to test him. And it's not to test him so Jesus could see where he was because Jesus already knew where he was because Jesus already knew what he was going to do. Jesus posed the question already knew what he was going to do within himself. Isn't that interesting? Look at this. Philip answered 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a, may take a little. One of the disciples, Andrew Simon Peter, brother said unto him, uh-oh, here we go. Catch it. Catch it. There's a lad here which has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? What, what are we going to do with five barley loaves and these two fish? Now, let me help you to see. Now, these ain't. You know, we, you hear loaves, you automatically think of bread loaves. You know, we're familiar, you hear a loaf of bread. We just think of, because we so, we've been so pre-programmed. When you've been in the grocery store, you see a loaf of bread. You went and bought a loaf of bread for mama, for grandma. It was a big loaf. This ain't that kind of bread. This is more like biscuits. And the fish aren't fish like we know fish. Like you got some good size brim. You say, you got some brim? They like this, man. They like this. And you're like, oh, them some good brim, right? You got some brim like that. You got some specs like that. That's a good size fish. We can split that, right? Mm -mm. The fish in this story is like sardines. <laughs> oh, God. Are y'all with me on this? So he got five biscuits. 
and two sardines. And Peter said, what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Peter, you're right. Got to be more careful. How are we going to feed all these folks with these biscuits and these sardines? Look what Jesus said. Make them sit down. Because we read earlier that Jesus already knew what he was going to do. Oh, God. See, you just found out about the bill. Your King Jesus already know what he going to do. See, you just found out about the situation. Oh, y'all better catch this. Your King Jesus already know what he's going to do. You just found out about the problem. But King Jesus already know what he's going to do about it. Look what he said. Sit down somewhere. You out there trying to figure it out. Sit down. You out there making phone calls. Sit down. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Sit down somewhere. Watch this. Now, there was much grass in the place, so the men set them down in the number of about 5,000. Much grass, he set them down. He make, this, he make us lie down where? What you say? Don't that add up, right? Catch it now. Catch it. Here we go. Jesus took the biscuits. Oh, I'm sorry, loaves. <laughs> and when he had given thanks, now catch it. He took what he had, which was not enough. But he knows he's connected to something. <laughs> he knows that this is limited, but what I'm connected to has no ceiling, has no limit, has no cap. So he enters in to heaven and says, Father, I'm going to the pantry. How big is our father's pantry? How much bread do you think is in our father's pantry? How much fish do you think is in our father's pantry? He went and he connected himself to a heavenly pantry. He broke it. He gave thanks. Watch this. He distributed. Now look who he gave it to. He distributed to the disciples. And the disciples to them that were set down. Jesus didn't go around passing this around. Jesus just multiplied what they had and then he gave it to them to do it. Are y'all catching this? Y'all see, y'all see well, y'all. He gave it to who? Who, who he gave it to Saul Light? He gave it to, who gave it to who? He gave it to y'all. And now watch this. They went about giving out, and likewise, the fish is much more, and here they are. They're going about. They're just giving out. They reach it in, giving out, giving out, giving out. And by the time they got to that third person, you know that the thoughts are starting to, because they know, but for some reason, they keep reaching in there, and they keep feeling something. And then they got the 100. You got to the hundred person, you got a little confidence now. By the time you get to that 200 person, oh, good God. Preacher, 
<laughs> Are y'all with me? Yeah. That fame multiplied. And he said, if you don't murmur, if you don't complain, if you don't get caught off of how I'm doing it in others, and just be thankful for what you got. Yeah, I know what you got's not enough, but just be thankful because you got to understand what you're connected to. I know what you got won't be sufficient for what you're looking at, but don't you worry about it. Just thank me for it. And as you thank me for it, what I'm going to do with that little is I'm going to multiply that thing. I'm going to multiply what's not enough. And the reason I can multiply what's not enough because I'm a God of enough. I'm about to get this. I'm the God of sufficiency. I'm the God of supply. I'm the God that will supply. I'm the God that has no lack. I'm the God that will have you not want anything. I'm him. And because you're connected to me, you have access to what's mine. And everything's mine. So stop being ye of little faith. Ah, oh, don't buy the lie anymore. Oh, you got more than enough for everything you're going to face. Don't murmur. Don't complain. Don't get me mad when you see things breaking for others that's in the kingdom. Rejoice with them. And know you've gotten a little closer to yours. It operates by faith and faith alone. And this is a great example of faith. Because he took it and he, the Bible says, Lord, we need this to be. You see your people, Lord, I know you love them. We need this now, Lord. No. He just said, Lord, thank you. I thank you for this. He gave it to them. Y'all go give it out. And they went to dipping. And before they know it, watch this. Everybody was fed. So much so. He said, look, go back and get, the, get what's left. And the Bible said, they had 12 baskets full. They started off with five biscuits and two sardines. And ended up with 12. That sounds like overflow. You mean to tell me what I'm connected to will give me overflow? You mean to tell me if I give, I get back over, overflow? Press down, shaking together, running over. Oh, God. See, see, now watch this. Watch this, though. Catch it, catch it. Ho, 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 ho. See, in here, we with that. Yes, Lord. Preach, Pastor. Oh, he giving it to us today. Ah, oh, but when we step out there, yeah, that's, right. that's where I need you to have that same energy. Yeah, that same energy. Yeah. When you get that phone call tomorrow, I need you to have that same energy. When that person cut you off in traffic and give you that one finger salute, I need you to have that same energy. When your brother or your sister in Christ tell you, the Lord just made a way, I need you to have that same energy now. Overflow. Say overflow. Overflow. Say overflow. Overflow. 
<laughs> Say overflow. In my life. Right now. In Jesus' name. All right now. All right now. All right now. All right now. All right. All right now. 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 Now mix that with faith. Receive that with faith. Walk in that by faith. Oh, it ain't about what you got. It ain't about what you lacking. You're connected to something. And it's the kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And there is no lack. There is no cap. There is no, no deficiency in resources. You have access to overflow. In Jesus' name. Receive that now by faith. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand. I, Pastor Omar Ellison, Lady Ellison, and the Salt and Light family would like to thank you for joining us in today's broadcast. You can visit us at 1350 East Mayhan Drive, which our service times are every Sunday at 12 noon and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. You can also visit us at Facebook and YouTube at Salt and Light Covenant Church or visit us at our website at saltandlightcovenant.com. We thank you again, and until next time, you be blessed.